what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome. I am your Grand Poobah, your church leader, your high priest, your main cultist leader of the Church of Awesome, Brett Dupree, here once again to devolve wisdom from the great beyond. The great beyond being me for this podcast. For this, using my years of research and downloads from the ether. <laughs> Have a little fun there. Yes, right now we're going through the first 10 commandments of the Church of Awesome. Basically what it takes to create and live an amazing life if you truly embrace them. The fifth one is the one we're talking about now, which is dear to my heart. Once you start doing the first four, if you will, this one will help you keep on going. Which is commandment number five, being friends with failure. Basically, you must be resilient in this world. No matter what happens in your life, no matter what you do, things will come up to knock you down. I remember a long time ago, back when I was a naive young pup who just discovered the power of now, power of positive thinking, all this fun stuff that I grew to love, all the spirituality, all the meditation, all the workshops, all the books that one day I would read enough, meditate enough, do enough workshops that I would be able to NLP my mind to a state that nothing bad would ever happen to me again, that I would live the true force of the law of attraction and everything would flow easily and effortlessly as I go forth into this beautiful world and live just total complete bliss. And unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I discovered through time that that's not how it works, folks. The thing that really cemented it was a day like any other day. It was actually a different day. It was August 12th, 2012, a day I will never forget. I was having a fun time. As you could say, my vibration was high. The day before was a couple of friends wedding and the wedding was super fun. That's the first time I found the marionation food truck and I discovered the joys of their macaroni salad with Spam, which is so delicious. It's by far the best macaroni salad I've ever had in my life. If you're in the Seattle area and you can stomach the taste of Spam, I highly, I highly recommend that you try the macaroni salad with spam in it is just freaking delicious tried kimchi fried rice for the first time that was actually the first time i tried kimchi my mom used to tell me it was the most disgusting thing she was stationed in korea and she hated the smell of it so i never tried kimchi until that point and like oh my jesus god in heaven kimchi is delicious spicy cabbage yum I love spicy food and kimchi was delicious and everything was fun. And then it was the next day I was hanging with my friends, smoking a cigar with my awesome mustache, drinking delicious, I believe whiskey at the time. And then I got the phone call. My aunt was on the other line telling me that my uncle was dead. My uncle, Michael, the person I was most close to in my life. On a day where my vibration was at its peak, hanging out with the people of that I love, stuff that, in my humble opinion, if when I learned from Abraham, this should not be happening because my vibration was high. Not that I thought about that at the time. I was too devastated to even think of the law of attraction or anything like that. 
But the more I thought about it, the more I recognized the fact that this idea of reaching to a point of personal development where nothing will ever bother you, nothing will ever go wrong, is childish in a negative way. Yes, if you listen to me, you know one of my goals is have nothing on the outside be able to affect what's on the inside. But it's not in a sense where I don't want to be, I want to be an impenetrable trap where everything on the outside just bounces off because I've created barriers in my life and that doesn't work. But no, I want to be able to do a little keto on it and have it push through so that when I make decisions, I go through the grieving process. I feel sad. And when I'm knocked on my butt, I get back up again because that is the true power of personal development, spirituality, whatever you want to call this crazy thing that we do where we work on ourselves, where we spend time devoting life for self-love, self-care, self-respect, self-development. The true power of it is not manifesting one million dollars it's not becoming enlightening lightened sitting on a mountain it's not having magical powers and being able to change the world at your whim no the true magic is being able to be knocked down in life because night life will knock you down life will come up at your greatest point sometimes and punch you in the face and continue punching until you're bloodied and red i know so many spiritual people who I mean, somebody who love, who follows the law of attraction online, who loves infinite possibilities. Her two kids just got into a wreck. One died and one's on the verge of death. Some of the most amazing people I have met with the highest vibrations have dealt with the biggest blows. And what this work is perfect for is recognizing that you can get back up again. It's like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That was the story when they said that anyone could be Spider-Man, it wasn't literal. It was a metaphor. What makes Spider-Man Spider-Man, other than the spider powers, is the ability to get back up when you're knocked down. That is in the movie when Miles Morales became Spider-Man. That is what it means when they say anyone can be Spider-Man. If you want to be Spider-Man in your life, you have to get back up again. So you must get become to a point where you're friends with failure. You're friends with the fact that if you try something and it doesn't work, you can try again. And I understand people out there talking about there being realists. It's not optimism or realism. And it's funny that realism is always about it not working out. I am not being negative. I am being real. But the reality is a stopped clock is right twice a day. So if you tell yourself... One million negative things that can happen when you go for it and it doesn't work, chances are one of those million things that you pick turn out to be right. But the question is, what are you going to do now? I mean, that's not real. I mean, think about it even. Think about it. Think about it. If you think of 1,000 ways it doesn't work and only one comes out, that means you created 999 scenarios that didn't happen. How is that more real? That is just as fake as looking at the positive of what can go right. And what can go right if you keep on going is you can reach your dreams. The saying that you miss every shot you don't take, even the greatest baseball player in the world strikes gets out 60 to 70% of the time. Michael Jordan doesn't hit 100% of his shots. Wayne Gretzky didn't make 100% of his pucks. I mean, these are the people who are the best, but I do know who do not succeed. See, I don't believe you can guarantee success. This might be a 
interesting thing to say, especially from a positive life coach such as myself, but I do not believe success is guaranteed. I believe without a doubt in my mind, there are people out there with a great mindset, great product, great work ethic, and they end up broke. And they end up just at the end of the line, it didn't work out for them. And I think that story is probably more prevalent than the ones that succeed. And I'm saying that because it's true that there's more failure out there than success. However, the amount of people who are successful, who just didn't do any of the hard work, that didn't get back up again, that weren't resilient, is minuscule. And these are the lottery winners, the people who bought the penny stock that exploded, people who bought Bitcoin on a whim, you know, the extremely lucky ones. Because just the truth of the matter about life is it's not fair. And this is not about making life fair, Forget fairness. Fairness doesn't matter. What matters in life is not whether or not life is fair. It's not whether or not good people win and bad people lose. It's not the hard workers always succeed and the lazy SOBs always fail. It's that you live your life according to your morals, according to who you are. And if you want to live the life of your dreams, if you want to reach the pinnacle of your existence, the one thing you have to do that is 100% needed is to be resilient, is to get back up again when you are knocked down. Be friends with failure. Because the ironic part about becoming friends with failure is that once you become friends with failure, there is no failures. There's just learning moments. This is the success mindset ideal, the growth mindset that everybody loves to talk about the growth mindset. And the thing about it is almost every part of failure is in your head. One of the favorite stories that I read in my life, I keep on forgetting is either Tony Robbins or some other one, I forgot. But it was about this person who was living in a hospice. She had two weeks to live. And I'm not talking, this is not one of those positive stories where she used the power of positivity and meditated and her life suddenly healed and she was able to live two months to two years, this 15 years down the road. No, this was a story of somebody who had two weeks to live, who lived for about two weeks. And she was the most bright and sunny person in the hospice. Always had a kind word to say to somebody, greet everyone with a smile. And finally, one of the hospice workers came up to her, bewildered, and asked her the simple question, you are going to die in two weeks. How are you able to keep such a positive attitude? And she said something that made something click in my head. If I am going to die, I'm only going to do it once. And at that point, a saying that I've heard over and over and over again in my mind finally clicked for me. A coward dies a thousand deaths. I used to think this was a metaphor of some kind, but it turns out the reality is this is literal to a point. Because every time in your life when you imagine something happening, your body goes through it. If you imagine something joyful, you'll feel the feelings of joy. If you imagine something terrible happens, you'll feel those feelings of regret, those feelings of sadness, those feelings of fear. The idea that a coward dies a thousand deaths means every time you think of doing something and you imagine that negative thing happening, you're going through that a negative thing happening. Meaning if you were like me back in the day and you saw that beautiful woman on the side with a smile and you just wanted to talk to her to see if she had a personality that matched with yours so that you too one day can create beautiful music together. And the time you spent looking at her, 
thinking about all the mean ways she's going to reject you. You are going through that rejection every time. Of course, put any gender that you want there. It's just that simple, folks. Every time you imagine something. This is why Mel Robbins became probably a millionaire. Just creating the three-second rule of you see someone, you count one, two, three, and then you go for it because that does not give you time to talk yourself out of it. That doesn't give you time to in your head and to imagine every time that you're going to fail because when you do, you cause yourself to fail and fail and fail and fail, even if you don't try because you already failed in your head. And when you see that negative thing happen, you will tell yourself, I told you so. Because you're focusing on the negative aspect of failure and you are going to pay attention to the part that resonates with what you decide. So if you in an event, you'll remember the one negative. A few years ago, I experienced this as well. I mean, one of the reasons why this is the fifth commandment, the first commandment that is not super general is because this is the commandment that I know I need the most. This is one that I need to embrace. This is where I, by far, you think I sin the most and treat myself well because I'm over 400 pounds right now? No, it is because I am not great at keeping friends with failure. I let things bother me too much when things do not work out how I want them to. That's one reason why I'm starting this podcast to take myself to another level. That's one reason why I'm keeping up with my other podcast, the Joyous Expansion Podcast, to keep on the practice of resilience to deal with the interviews that don't go as well as i'd like to deal with the fact that maybe i'm not getting as many listeners as i want deal with the fact that this takes a lot of time and maybe i'm not getting the results i want but that's not what matters what matters is i keep forward so it was about three years ago i was dealing with an unemployment that i was not ready for i was laid off and i was dealing with that and i had some money so i paid one of my friends a hundred dollars to rent out her area And I was going to put on my first workshop. It was the Emotional Elation Engine. It's pretty much a beautiful way to switch your body and get your emotions. Because your emotions behind your desires, you're able to move mountains. It's what I use before each podcast so I can get into the zone and feel just this wonderful energy that's flowing through me right now. I was going to teach it into the world. This was my first time. My main goal for this workshop was to make a profit. Just a profit. If I sold one, I made a profit. And if 10 people showed, I also made a profit. Well, long story short, I did not make a profit. It was my first time giving this workshop, and honestly, I thought I did a pretty good good job for my first time. I charged $10. I got some positive feedback. I know three people who really enjoyed, two who extremely enjoyed it. One who enjoyed it well enough. One who seemed to enjoy it. Two were kind of indifferent, but one hated it. The main reason why she hated it was because I charged $10, 10 whole dollars. And she was nice enough to let me know about it in this scathing email. And then that was the last time I gave that workshop because instead of focusing on the people who enjoyed it, I focused on the one that didn't. I mean, I didn't sell any of the work. I didn't sell any, which is fine. But I did sell a book, my Joyous Expansion book, to somebody who really liked it so much. They bought a book. And one part took out to me is she said she doesn't think anyone got anything of value from it. I honestly knew that not to be true. A couple people told me they really liked it. In fact, I remember that email more than the people telling me 
the positive things. And the thing that really stood out to me is one person who I didn't know how they felt. I actually talked to last week in the Joyous Expansion podcast. And she told me that a few years ago, as if I wouldn't remember her, because I remember everybody who was at that event, because that was my first one. But she was like, I saw you, and it really showed how free you were at talking, and you put so much work in it. And she really told me she got a lot out of at least my performance. Maybe she didn't like the workshop, but she liked how well I presented it. And she apologized for leaving quickly, and it had nothing to do with me. So all these years, I always thought she was on that side of getting nothing out of it. And turns out, she's on the very least the indifferent side. So there I was creating even more failure than need be in that situation. Thinking about that, that taught me a lot. If I can think of anything that's kept me from the success I wanted to in this realm, in this realm of being awesome, is being friends with failure. In fact, I have not got up my website up to where I need it to be. I have not got up to my Facebook group where it needs to be. See, I'm not about trying to put on a facade of awesomeness. Being awesome isn't lying and trying to convey this idea that I'm better off than what I am. No, it's being honest, truly honest. And to be honest, I haven't done the work on this podcast that I plan to do. And part of it is because the thought of putting all that work in and I don't have that much time to put that much my free time right now is at a premium because i'm in two three toastmasters group i'm doing leadership in toastmasters i still have a full-time job which i still need to do a test on to get a certification that i should be able to pass but i need to study for that and then i have to do other studying to prove that i like my job and then i still have to i still there's even other things i also have a girlfriend now and that takes up some of my time and I love that time though, but still that takes up time and time fills out a premium. So to start the group and try hard to grow it, to put the effort it takes on the website and then for nothing to happen is feels draining. I can feel the drain. And sometimes in life, when you do this, you need to practice what you preach. So right now I am preaching to you, which preaches to me. Because this podcast isn't just for me to tell you the ways to live an awesome life. This podcast is for me. For me to be able to do so as well. To tell me. Because also, number one, I get to listen to it when I do the editing. But at the same time, when I have this information flow through me and I recognize the genius of it and the truth, it helps me. So this practice of, of course, being friends with failure, being resilient, getting yourself back up again, being Spider-Man is what to work on this week. How is that going to look for you? Are you going to journal it? That's always a good idea. Thank you once again for listening to The Church of Awesome. You can check out the website, The Church of Awesome, and this week, there will be a change on it, at least by next Sunday. I love you for who you are. Thank you so much for being a positive force in, your, in this world. And once again, I remind you to go forth and be awesome. For more information about The Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live at 8 a.m. Pacific Time at The Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.